nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 628, and it is your review of Kronos. And, of course, as always, is the nerds you're going to hear the host of the show. Lots of our wonderful co-hosts, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Friday mid-afternoon. Something like that. Yeah, the sun's still out. Yeah. Um oh crap. Yeah, it's uh it's it's a Friday uh, live and early for our patrons over at patreon.com slash the nerdcore. This drops on on Saturday at, at noontime, so it's still kinda on schedule, but everything else is gonna start falling apart because it's HCAF time and I have to be at screenings at the times that I'm usually doing these reviews. So that's cool. Yeah. So yesterday was not able to do this with Brad, which means I wasn't able to watch Loki, and I would I would have tried to watch this at work, but uh, they had me doing shit. They had me doing shit. <laughs> He's saying that very quietly. Yeah. I wasn't able to go to my office. <laughs> so um, so yeah um. Yeah, yeah that that happened. That happened. Uh-huh. And then when I came over here to watch Loki, I fell asleep. This man. The, the... Yeah. Yeah. Just don't read Twitter for a while. No, no, no. Till no. you till you watch it. Just Yeah. Like I'm I'm surprised you fell asleep during that. <laughs> Dude, I'm it's, tired. It's man. um it's something. Yeah. So with that said though, uh we're still here to do this review. And uh yeah. Brad, uh, how are you doing today? Doing all right, doing all right. Um, so uh, I got to bring this up. I bought my. So so you remember the story I told you? I, I spilled my my Jesus chicken uh, lemonade all over <laughs> all over my pants. So yes. Yes. I go on Amazon. You know, I thought I was being real nice for my wife, and I, I bought bought her like a cup extender because she's only got like two cups in the car, yeah. two cup holders. So it's a cup holder extender. So it adds an extra cup. Yeah. Well, I get in the, I, I go visit her for lunch day and she has it and she just hands me the box and starts laughing. I didn't know this, but on the box itself, it literally says cup of noodle holder. So the cup oh holder my expands God. to hold a cup of noodles. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck is this? I can never fucking win. <laughs> I can't fucking win. And she's laughing and giving me shit. And I'm like, that's the last fucking time I do anything nice for you. Look, you can you can put a small, like you can you can put a grande, you know, or a tall Starbucks drink into this thing without it falling over. You can't get one of your damn venties <laughs> and do it. But it it literally says on the box, cup of noodles. 
and then yeah. has like has because it's an expander and expands and i'm and we're sitting there going who the fuck eats cup of noodles <laughs> the car needs a cup of noodle holder and i'm not judging anyone but if you're one of those people who just drives around eating cup of noodles in your car let me know you didn't let, buy let any chance to have a picture of this right i can find it on amazon so um because she threw the box away after she showed me because i'm just like that's that's fucking stupid uh, let me get on my account. That's hilarious, Brad. I'm so sorry I have it, you man. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: is I also used um I used my points for this, like my Amazon points. So it's like even money I spent to like get this thing. So it wasn't extra money I spent. Oh, so okay. Well, there you go. Um, there there's literally a couple noodles in this picture. I didn't notice that. Um, so we're going to do this. Well, when it comes from the heart, you usually don't have to check for these things, right? You know, you're just like, I want to do this for my wife, and yeah, then that didn't work it out bites, for you, huh? Bites me in the ass. Yep, um, just bit you on the in the ass, so, bro. So I'm gonna. I, I don't think I need um sound for this. So yeah. Um, but but I'm gonna zoom. There, there is a couple of noodles right there. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking fail. I fail at life. <laughs> god damn it, Brad. You fucking oh my god. But here's the thing. Look, 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 look. So see see right there that you can fit another cup in there. So you, uh, I mean, and apparently you can apparently people are riding around with their iPads on too with this thing. Yep. Watching watching uh, the Loki finale while eating that cup of noodles. Yeah, uh, look, look, you got you got a, a bucket of chicken. I mean, this thing expands. It's a, uh, um, you can have a thing. I think that's, is that popcorn? That looks like popcorn in there. Um, there's everything except uh, like um, just another fucking drink. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry, man. But, um, yeah. <laughs> well. So uh, that, happened. that happened. And uh, then I had to go uh, after lunch. I had to go uh, pick up. So I got the, um, what the fuck? I got a leg press. So I ordered a leg press from uh, Titan Fitness. Um, that wasn't a leg press for like chicken legs or something. No, right? no, 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 no. So I got, so I got like, I got an actual leg press. It's, um, it's a vertical leg press. You put weights on it and you can push up on it. Um, the thing weighs 94 pounds. So I, I went to pick that up from, from my in-laws and I'm trying to one man that shit, um, into the back of my truck, which, you know, I did get it, but it was like, at some point, I thought I got like a hernia in my chest. I don't know if you can get a hernia in your chest, <laughs> <laughs> but there was a moment where it was like that. That didn't feel correct, um, and then it went away. So I think I'm good. <laughs> point is, Brad can't have shit. That's that's the thing. Brad just can't have shit. I can't have shit. Yeah, yeah. It never goes um, as planned. Um, I guess had I paid more attention, because I was like, oh, cool. This is a cup extender. It's got good reviews. Uh, the review I heard, it was made well. It wasn't flimsy plastic. So I'm like, cool. I didn't notice there was a bucket of chicken or a cup of noodles for the other. Yeah. And whoever you uh, freaks are driving around with a cup of noodles, <laughs> slurping that thing out of there, more power to you, I guess. Yep. I, I, I don't know. Well, um. Well, that's that, Brad. I'm sorry that I haven't, but that's that is really funny though. I I can't lie to you. That's fucking hilarious for me. 
but here's the thing. So I, I we we did end up going to Starbucks. Brenda has two venti drinks in there, and then I put my one tall flat white in the cup of noodle holder, and it works. Yeah. And it's just like, see. And that's all I need because I don't get the giant drinks. I get like the medium drinks, and it's like, you know, had I had this, I wouldn't have been wearing lemonade for half like a day. <laughs> well, um, with that said, let's go ahead and get this going, Brad. Uh, let's let's go ahead and do this thing. We're gonna be discussing Chronos today, and if you haven't watched Chronos, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen this film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how that goes this is your one and only spoiler warning, and it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. Ha 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 ha. Yep. Yep. All right, Brad. Tell us about Kronos. All right, I will come from our one and only source, Wikipedia. Kronos mm-hmm. is a 1992 Mexican independent horror drama film. That's a lot of adjectives. They always do a lot of adjectives. Written and directed by Guillermo del Toro and starring Federico Lupi and Ron Perlman. Cronus is del Toro's first feature film and the first of several films in which he worked with Lupi and Perlman. The film was selected as the Mexican entry for the best foreign language film at the 66th Academy Awards, but was not accepted as a nominee. A standalone sequel, What Are What We Are, was released in 2010, with the only connection being Daniel Jimenez Cacho reprising his role as Tito the Coroner. So, who knew there was a sequel? Um, so, this uh, written by Del Toro, narrated Jorge Martinez de Hoyos, cinematography Guillermo Navarro, edited by Raul Davalos, mm-hmm. music by Javier Alvarez. And running time, 92 minutes. Budget, $2 million, which I read at the time was the second biggest film budget ever done by Mexico. Wow. Um, at that time. And box office, $621,392. Wow. So second highest budget for a guy for his first movie. Yeah, that's that's saying something. And I forget which the first one, but from what I read, this was at the time the second biggest budget Mexico had ever given to a film. Wow. Well, um, Brad, I've seen this movie multiple times at this point. I own this film on the uh, Criterion Collections, a release of the Trilogia de Guillermo del Toro. And um, yeah, I love this movie, Brad. I think it's a really strong showing of what Guillermo del Toro will uh, bring to the rest of his career. Uh, I love the, the gothic aesthetic that he employs here. And I also really like the performance from uh, from uh, Ron Perlman. I, he's so so different from all the other films that Ron Perlman is in with Guillermo. He's just like, he's playing this like, like he's kind of wacky at times, to be honest. Wacky, a little bit sleazy. A little sleazy, yeah. Yeah. But what are your initial thoughts on uh, on Kronos, Brad? Um. For for being, you know, his first film, his first major film, I guess, um, you can see Del Toro's vision like that runs throughout all of his films from this. It, it's amazing. You can watch this and you'd be like, and if you've seen other Del Toro films, you're like, oh, this 
I mean, like the gears turning remind me of Hellboy. You have the body horror going on that reminds me of Shape of Water or um, The Devil's Backbone. Um, you have multiple things that you see throughout this film that are going to be just highlights of his career going forward. Um, I don't think this film does it as well as those other films, but for a debut film from, you know, a, a, basically an unknown director who cut the second highest budget in Mexico uh, at only $2 million, fuck, it, it's, a, it's a good tale. It's a good story. Um, I, I like Perlman in this. I, I do agree with you, Raul. His uh, portrayal is a bit wacky. But my favorite scene is where he's like, I need to get my uncle off my back. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> um, I, and you can see that this is where he begins his, like, like, well, his biggest theme in all of his films is, like, trying to understand the monsters, you know, and, like, his idea that monsters aren't the, the ones that are, like, you know, actual quote unquote monsters. It's the yeah, humans the, that the ones you would think are the monsters. Yeah. I, I mean, Pan's Labyrinth is a good, uh, good Example showing of that. that because the monsters in that aren't the scariest thing in that film. Yeah. And like in devil's backbone, it's like the, the guy who, the guy who, what's it called? Um, who's in charge of the, um, uh, the orphanage who, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Causes the fire and shit. It's not mm -hmm. really the kid who's the problem, the, the the ghost kid. It's like it's the uh, the people in charge. And here it's like it's not the it's not this man who let the Kronos device in. It's more so like Ron Perlman and his uh and his uncle who are like causing most of the problems here. And um, yeah, I also love the lighting in this movie, Brad. Uh, for for like a low budget two million dollar film, it really movie fucking looks beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, I I, I gotta agree. Um, and, and then Especially at night, at night, the prosthetics for like oh. the vampire, the marbling of the vampire skin, all that. I mean, mm -hmm. it looks great too for two million dollars. Because yep. what was Hellboy's budget like? <laughs> huge, yep, <laughs> huge, and and it's looking kind of like pretty, pretty up to par with that. Um, I'd say, but then you then you had like I, I don't I don't know if he had actual gears because I don't think that was CGI, I think that was actual filming of gears and stuff inside the inside the machine which you know you get that in a lot of del toros you get like the inside of this machinery and how that works and just filming yeah. that and it's a really great way to portray what's going on in you know even simple day stuff yeah uh hellboy was 60 to 66 million dollars and then hellboy to the golden army was 82.5 to 85 million dollars yeah so i mean you you got prosthetics in this that like remind me of Hellboy, remind me of Shape of Water, yeah. And for two million dollars, came straight. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff right there. Yeah. Um, I, I I love some of the like, I mean, Del Toro is always good with framing and just focusing on some scenes. The the scene where the roaches are coming out of the statue, oh, um, make your skin crawl. But the way he yeah. got the close up of them just coming out the eye and then coming out. I, I thought was pretty damn good. Um, yeah. The the close-ups of when he's holding uh, the Cronus machine and it's just goes into his skin. So, I, I mean, a lot of body horror kind of going on here, which yeah. you, you have in Del Toro movies in the future. And, and I'll stick with, this is a good movie. I mean, it's a it's good really debut. Good, it's a good debut. If I hadn't seen any other uh, Del Toro movie, I, I would say, like, yeah, this is... This is really high up there, but knowing other Del Toro movies and what he goes on to make, 
I, I wouldn't score this as high as like Shape of Water or Pan's Labyrinth. You or- know what's crazy, Brad? I so when I so when I watched this the first time, I kind of thought that way. I still said it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Like I thought I was like, damn, this movie's so fucking no, good. Toro don't but miss. it's not as big as his other movies. And then I watched all those other movies, right? I watched more from him. And I rewatched this recently uh, for when, when I did my review of this on the, my channel. And I said, I'm like, this is just, just, it's not better than, but this is just as good as Shape of Water, Pan's Labyrinth to me. Because I think that it contains all of those themes and techniques that he works on in the end and towards yeah. this part of his career. But he's doing it in a level where he was not, he didn't have as many resources as he used as he does at this point. And he was still able to make a really cohesive movie with less resources, less of a budget. And what's it called? But, and, but the same amount of creativity. I mean, I, I guess question B, if you gave this movie a $60 million budget, you'd probably uh, just blow your mind. Probably get one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I guess I guess the the budget, him overcoming like budget, yeah. having the budget he did and stuff, can make up for that. But I'm still like I would prefer still to watch a Pan's Labyrinth or a Shape. Oh yeah, but, yeah. I'll put Pan's Labyrinth over this. I'll put Shape of Water over this. I put this over Nightmare Alley though. But, I put this over. But Nightmare I agree Alley. for for the context for what he's able to make this with, and for how much and you know going about it. It's the same Del Toro. Because before this, Del Toro was just a was like he was just a, he was a student filmmaker. You know, he was making movies for for his uh, for his college, and you know he hadn't made anything like this yet. And he makes his first movie. And it's like this, like and it's like, dude, like that's a huge, uh, that's a huge, you know, win for his like his career. Like to have like this be his debut. Like we. We gotta think about it like that, right? Like this is his freaking debut. And and then Ron Perlman being in the oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just the 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 career Perlman has and how Perlman comes back and does Del Toro's movies. Because yeah. Del Toro is another one of those uh directors that likes to reuse actors he's had worked with before. He, he's kind of like a Tarantino in that. But yeah. um, you know, I always love seeing Perlman on the screen. Yeah, but like when it comes to his other movies, like I have this above Nightmare Alley, Crimson Peak, Blade Two, and Pacific Rim. I think those I think it's yeah. way better than these movies. I I I would say yeah, I'd yeah. probably agree with that. Yeah, I, I think it's a better story overall than most of those. Yeah, the only thing that I have above it is what's it called, a uh, Devil's Backbone, Pan's Labyrinth, and The Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. But I love, and to I me like those, those those three movies you just stated probably perfect movies to me 100 percent, bro yeah of course um the, i like the music in this as well um i think that that it's a it's beautifully scored as well and i think that it works so well with that um I, the little girl brad the little girl too like she's 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 actually a really good actress in this like she's she's providing that amount of fear that you would want but where it doesn't become like something that feels like it's exaggerated. Yeah, 
I mean, and you like it's when she has the Cronus machine and he's looking for it, and there's this just this dread yeah. that this thing has just latched itself into like her forehead or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh my god, the freaking what's it called the 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 machine itself like with the bug the, in it. Like, Ooh. oh my Ugh. god. Yeah. Man. Oh, and not only that, like like the first and Dotoro is great at this, so he only shows a little bit at first of that damn machine. And then you realize, oh, there's there's more to this stupid thing because there's an insect in it, and the blood causes the insect, I guess, to reanimate. And then the insect pumps whatever fluid out of that, and then the yep. stinger comes out of the machine, and then just grinds itself into the the body <sighs> and just puts whatever that uh, clear liquid that I'm I'm not going to call what I would like to call it, but um, into the body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's so it's 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 so like really brutal, Brad. Though, like... and and there's another thing. Del Toro never shies away from the more bloody aspects of that. Like you see it dig into the skin, you see it um, latch on the skin, and blood come out. He and this is another Del Toro thing is when it, when like Pan's Labyrinth, and you have the dude beating the other dude with a with a beer bottle, and this is that's the image burning in my mind for the rest yeah. of my life. Um, you're right on the dude, and the dude's face is just gone. Yeah, <laughs> I want him to make another, uh, uh, another kind of gothic vampire film. To be honest, which you know that that's I I love that this is called a vampire movie because at the end of the day, it is. It it's is not your typical vampire movie, not the way that really, you would expect it, right? But yeah, but it, it really, but and um, yeah, I would love to see this with like a fifty, sixty million dollar budget and see what Del Toro yeah. could do. Obviously, he's moved past this. He's he's doing different things now, and it's but it's still great because, you know, like I said, it's his first movie, the first time he's ever made a movie uh, like this before, and he makes something that's so rich and so what's it called, well crafted, and something that even on a rewatch doesn't it doesn't lose its steam, bro. It's still well paced, and I think literally the only downside is that I just think that there's better movies that he's made. Yeah, yeah, a few. But there's also some um, that, yeah, the, the, your list, I probably would mostly agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I, I love this movie, Brad. I think that it's one of his best. I think that it's just such a strong outing for him. And it, it shows why he'd become the amazing filmmaker that he is and why he's so iconic. Because from the get-go, he is very present with his style. And it shows, like, this is... What the um, this is what a Guillermo del Toro movie is going to look like? Yeah, and he, I mean, I don't think much changed throughout no. his films from what I've seen because, like, you can pick out parts of scenes in this, and you're like, oh, I've kind of seen something similar to that in in this movie, in this movie, in this movie, and it's just mm -hmm. like it's it's very stylistically, you know, it, it's kind of cool because you get a glimpse. Because if you saw this in 1992, you're going to see a glimpse of the movies this man's making into the 2000s. Yep. Brad, what's your final verdict on Kronos? I'm going to give Kronos a 9 out of 10. Brad, I give it the same thing. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Made by one of my favorite directors of all time. And Again, Del Toro doesn't miss. No, he doesn't, bro. He has every single movie I watch from Guillermo, uh, I, 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 I like it. I, like And... Pacific Rim, I don't think is this amazing movie, and I still like it. Yeah, just and because it's filmed well, like it, yeah. it's a stupid context, but I don't yeah. put that on Del Toro because giant mechs 
I mean, yeah. I'll watch a giant mech movie. <laughs> Look it, I'll make a giant. I'll, I'll watch a giant mech I, movie from Guillermo del Toro. I, I, I watch the Power Rangers movie. I'll watch a fucking Guillermo mech movie anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, just fantastic movie, man. And uh, that concludes our review of Cronus. <clears throat> and as always, you can keep up to date with us on nerdcore.com. That's our website. Twitter is at the nerdcore underscore. Instagram slash threads is at the nerdcore. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash the nerdcore. You can also find in the description below a Discord link where you can come and talk with us and interact with us in our Discord server. You will also be asked, please, if you can, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to this channel. Leave a like on this video. Turn that notification on as well when you subscribe as that helps us out a lot. And if you're enjoying this on the audio side of things, please leave a like. No, not a like. I'm sorry. Please rate our show on your favorite podcast app, podcast platform, and follow us on that platform as well. Of course, y'all, like I said, these the patrons get this early, and that's possible because they are subscribed to the lowest tier possible at the $1 where you get this episode live and early so you could interact with us today we don't have our stacy because of course we're doing this in the afternoon and he's probably working so if you want to get involved with that patreon.com slash the nerdcore brad can you tell them about our producer shane uh you can follow our friend shane at twitch.tv slash xsrk or at twitter at thrifted il or go buy something from the subby god at prisoncityvintage.com yep and we will see you all hopefully soon. I, I don't know how this is going to work. And I'm my mind is kind of stressing over it because I, I, I don't want us to have to do multiple episodes next week. And But, so um, but uh, I'm on three weeks vacation, so I have no issue. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't have no issue. <laughs> yeah. So Brad's like, I'm, I'm good, man. Brad's like, you just tell me when and I'm gone. Yeah. So we're going to find something. We're going to find out what to do. But we'll see you very soon. But in the meantime, we're getting out of here. Catch you all later. Brad, let's go ahead and send them out of here. All right, Roland. Thank you being host as always. Um, it's kind of early. Somebody joined us in chat today. But thank you to anyone who joins us in future chats. Thank you to our listeners out there, our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, in this episode... Um, I don't know. Fucking go watch a Guillermo del Toro movie. That's yeah, uh, right. Young Yoda out.